0: This podcast was edited after publication. Look, an overcrowded inbox is nothing new for journalists at News24, for any journalist really. But this was the sound that our reporter Azara Karim was met with when she opened her inbox on Monday morning. It's just email, after email, after email flooding her inbox.
1: And in the subject line,
0: there's a common thread. A common name. Dr. Peter Beale. These emails are heartbreaking. They say that they've either lost children or that their children are now living with the long-term consequences of botched surgeries. Negligence. A couple of these emails praise Dr. Beale. They're saying that they owe their children's lives to this man who, who saved them, essentially. But really, most of them are urging Azara to investigate further, to do more probing about this man. The bottom line is that it's been happening, it's been happening way too many times to way too many children, and the, those grieving families that have lost their loved ones still don't have closure, because Beale is still allowed to operate.
1: Yo, I he's a very, very bad mannered doctor I've ever encountered. He he doesn't he doesn't care. He's, he's, he's on another level. He's just on another level. His personality is very cold. I, I don't think he has any compassion. In 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 um, he just did not care.
2: Well, the facts are the facts. The facts remain that it's been happening
0: one too many times, and there's no closure for those parents that have lost their children. They've tried to speak to the media, they've tried to launch inquests with the SAPS, and there's nothing that's come off it. He's a 73-year-old pediatric surgeon at a prominent institution in Johannesburg. This hospital is well-known. People come from all over the country to be treated here. And despite the fact that he had to pay um, an 80,000 rand medical malpractice suit, um, as ordered by the Health Professionals Council of South Africa, he denies any negligence or wrongdoing on his part. Through his lawyer, he said that he's always maintained the highest standards. But as the story unravels, we see strange links, one to a Ponzi scheme and another to Julius Malema. You're listening to The Story. It's a new podcast from News24. Every week, we're going to take you inside our newsroom. We'll speak to journalists and experts about the week's biggest story. This is what we saw, heard, and uncovered this week. So we've managed to convince Azara to close her emails for a few minutes to come and chat to us in studio. Thanks for joining us, Azara.
2: No, thank you for having me. It's such a complicated
0: story, and there's so many families involved. Let's just go back to the very beginning. When was the first time you heard about this story? How did you land up with it?
2: Earlier this year, in about June, a family contacted News24 just out of pure desperation. They didn't know what to do anymore. They had lost their little girl, Alyssa Stratum, after routine operation with Dr. Beale. They went to the HBCSA and laid a complaint, but they had now waited three years for that complaint to get anywhere. Um, they didn't even know how the three year old baby girl died. So I started working on the story and by then I didn't know who Dr. Beale was. I didn't know how deep this went or how many families have been affected by him, I concentrated on the HBCSA because they're extremely backlogged. They take a long time with cases um, and often or or sometimes those those cases are not investigated properly. Um, So I published that story in June and then not even two weeks ago, a family contacted me and they told me our 10-year-old son has died on Friday by the exact same doctor that you mentioned in the story from June. And then they added that Dr. Beal as well as the anaesthetist on um, operating on the boy were both suspended. So I did a quick up and down story um, just to get something out and then to take a deeper look. Then Monday came and my emails were just completely flooded with with parents who had been through the exact same thing, who either lost their child um, after going under the knife with Dr. Beale or their child had permanent impediments for the rest of their life afterwards.
0: All right, so from a News24 perspective, we've got multiple families um, who are saying that they had either lost children or their children suffered at the hands of Dr. Peter Beale. But at this stage, we don't know exactly how many cases or complaints there are officially against him, right? Why is that the case?
2: Well, the medical fraternity are so tight-lipped. It's really hard to get any information from them. But what we do know is also that doctor beale Beal's been suspended before from MediClinic while he was it it seems that he was practicing both at Mediclinic and at Netcare so these are the two big private hospital groups in South Africa exactly the the reasons are unclear but i mean it gives us an indication that this this has happened before families have been affected
0: in fact last year he was ordered to pay 80000 rand by the HPCSA
2: yes Azara, one of the more
0: bizarre facets of this case is the allegation that Dr. Beale was involved in the Tannenbaum Ponzi scheme, and that because of that Ponzi scheme and its subsequent collapse, he lost a lot of money, maybe all his money, and um, he's taking on more and more work to try and recoup some of those costs. Obviously, the implication is that the more work he takes on, the thinner he's spread, um, and the more space there is for mistakes, again, or speculation Can you tell us a bit more about that? I mean, how does that factor in to the specific case?
2: That allegation has been made by a couple of people and is apparently a book by journalist Rob Rose in which a chapter called The Professor is dedicated to Beale. So when I reached out to Dr. Beale, he couldn't comment and referred me to his lawyer, Jean Alberta from McRoberts Attorneys. And she essentially said that Professor Beale does not want to comment on these claims, saying that it's a calculated attempt to vilify him, basically. She says that it's unjustifiable. She says it's baseless and disparaging of Dr. Beale. If true, though, these are things that we should be considering because especially with Zion's case, Zion Syed, the the boy who died um, not too long ago, his father was saying, you know, Dr. Beale ordered all all these tests on him. In the end, the tests proved negative and they weren't even necessary, he says. So it's something to consider in this case. Was he taking on more than he could handle and then failing at these procedures and surgeries? Mm.
0: Now, there's one seemingly weird link to this whole story, and that is that a lot of people kind of twigged onto it when Julius Malema started tweeting about it. It seems like a strange connection. You know, the EFF being very concerned about a private hospital and, by all accounts, kind of an affluent doctor. Not exactly the type of issue that the EFF usually gets involved in, but Malema has been really vocal on social media. Why now? Why this case? What's the Malema link?
2: So, I don't think the family hide that they are powerful and they have connections. Mohammed Zayed, Zayan Zayed's father, the 10 year old boy who died recently under the knife of Dr. Beal, is a director of a company called CarniLynx and he is business partners with Adriano Mazzotti.
0: Ah, okay. So that's the Malema link, because we know that um, Malema is close to Mazzotti. Um, he's defended him as a friend before. And of course, Carnalinks is Mazzotti's tobacco company. So that makes sense. That's the Malema link.
2: But at the same time, we must understand that it's a humanitarian case.
0: It's so complicated, Azara. So where is the story now and what's going to happen going forward?
2: As we know, he's been suspended from net care after the boy's death both him and the anaesthetist Munchi, Dr. Munchi, and there's also a pending peer review process going on into his surgeries. What the family want to do now is get as many people as possible to come together and tell their stories. They are seeking criminal procedures against Dr. Beale and they're also seeking an application to the HBCSA to suspend him pending an investigation into his fitness to practice. Essentially, what they want to do is revoke his license and Dr. Munchi's license. A lot of people have also said that, you know, Dr. Beale, he's 73 years old. He should have retired long ago. And so I think that that is a very big part of the case as well. Why why did they let him practice for so long? If he was at retiring age, doctors need steady hands, if you know what I mean. Azara, where can
0: our... um listeners get in touch with you um i know that your inbox is already overflowing but of course this is a developing story so if somebody wants to get in touch with you about the story how can they do that
2: they could contact um, feedback at news24.com or they could catch me on twitter at azara k
0: azara thanks so much and
2: good luck thank you
0: Azara mentioned that she spoke to the Syed family on Wednesday. In fact, she was really graciously welcomed into their home and given an opportunity to spend time with the family. And while she was there, she also got an opportunity to speak to the Syed family lawyer. That's Robert Kanarek. This is what he had to say. He's speaking at the family home to Azara.
2: I mean, many people might be asking themselves, is this a witch hunt?
0: It definitely
1: isn't a witch hunt. How can you call this a witch hunt? We are doing our utmost to protect the public. That's what we're doing. It's got nothing to do with a witch hunt. There's no reason to embark on a witch hunt. There are, every day, there are more grieving parents coming out of the woodwork. And they are starting to ask questions. Uh, So that's actually what's happening now. And there are a lot of unhappy grieving parents at this point in time. What we have also what we are also preparing is an application to the HBCSA, in terms of which we will ask for their suspension, namely the two doctors, Dr. Peel, a seventy three year old practicing surgeon, who in my opinion in my opinion, he has reached his by date, he has made too many mistakes and shouldn't be allowed to operate. He lacked the expertise and professionalism that was required to do the operation. So, what our mandate is, is to
0: ensure that it does not happen again. The Story is a weekly podcast by News24. It's hosted by me, Jerusha Sukthia Rath, and produced and edited by Nokutula Manyati. For more on this story and for Azara's comprehensive reporting on Dr. Peter Beale, visit news24.com.